0: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to avoid a few email mistakes that can cost you a lot of time in the long run. Email is a relatively recent technology. Forty years ago, it was confined mostly to government and academic settings. Now it's ubiquitous, and it shapes the way we spend our time. One study, from a few years ago, found that office workers spent 28% of their days on email, which is about 11 hours a week. While that might not sound too bad, the problem is that people tend to check email frequently, meaning that all other time feels chopped up. With so much time devoted to email, you'd think people would be better at it. But we still make all kinds of mistakes. Today's episode is about a few rules that can help you be a better email citizen. First, be careful who you copy. Before you reply all or add a new person to a thread, look at all the names on the email. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the chain to be sure that anything being forwarded is cool to forward to everyone listed. Assume nothing. That person your potential new client cc'd might not be the client's assistant. It might be a competing vendor who's now got all your information because you hit reply all. Oops. Or maybe someone made an edgy joke and then the email thread got turned into something else and then got forwarded to other folks who will not be amused by the humor, or at least won't understand the context. When in doubt, delete, or start a new email chain. Second, don't use sarcasm without alerting people. Sarcasm and humor in general can be fun ways to bond in person. They're also almost impossible to convey in the written word. One study found that whether people were emailing friends or strangers the people receiving the emails were wildly inaccurate in determining what was sarcastic and what was serious. This can go wrong in all sorts of ways. The person receiving your message might think you're being deliberately mean rather than making a joke. So don't be subtle. Either put in the word sarcasm or put a smiley face next to anything that should be interpreted lightly. If emojis don't feel right, then don't make your joke in the first place. Save it for the in-person meeting when your comedy act is far more likely to shine. Third, and a related point, be more positive than you think is necessary. Email, in general, reads negatively. It's unclear why this is. Possibly, when we talk in person, we send reassuring nonverbal cues that the relationship matters, and we're not trying to be aggressive. But these cues are completely absent in the written form. That means that if you write the way you normally talk, what you write will be interpreted more harshly than if you're in person. So over the years, I've learned to write the email I'd naturally send, then go back and make it look like it came from a happier, bubblier version of Laura. Even a short greeting such as, hope you had a great weekend, or I was so glad to hear from you, can go a long way toward making the email seem more positive if you don't intend to flame someone. Finally, there's the question of when you're sending the email. The original genius of email was that it was asynchronous communication. I write an email at a time that works for me. You read and respond at a time that works for you. Alas, we've now devolved into a situation where email is treated with the urgency of a phone call, but people email with a prolificacy they'd never manage on a telephone. In any case, this has some important ramifications. If you're in management, you should understand that anyone who reports to you will feel like she should respond to your emails as soon as possible. That's human nature. But maybe your email wasn't urgent. Maybe you're emailing at 10 p.m. because you like to catch up on work after your kids go to bed. You might want to save the email as a draft and send it out at 8 a.m. You can also tell your employees that you generally don't expect them to respond at odd hours. You'll call if you need them. This respect for boundaries means you'll have employees who are happier and more recharged. So how will you be more careful with your emails? It's worth the time to think it through. When we talk, the words are generally gone. But an email can last forever. Best to get it right.